everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again, the first episode of 2023. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago of America and future of America of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, Happy New Year. How are you today? It's... uh... You know, we're so close. We're so close to that beautiful day. I almost wanted to delay the episode. Because to me, in MAGA patriotism land, which is where I live, by the way, mm-hmm. it's actually this Friday that's sort of the sacred day. You know, that's almost, you know how uh, the Jewish people have a new year? That's not yeah. our new year. It's like a... It's like a Rosh Hashanah, Yes. Right, Shoshana, remember Shoshana, the big tip teenager that Seinfeld dated? She was, I, I would give her a holiday. Absolutely, I agree. I agree with that. I don't know if Seinfeld's radical left, but remember Shoshana? She was like 17, but those tits were 25. And I don't blame Jerry Seinfeld at all. I think, you know, he's, we actually, is it too early to give sort of an honorary Epstein award? Jerry Seinfeld was just out there, not hiding no, it. First one for 2023. <laughs> not at private parties, but he was just walking around going, what's the deal with 17-year-old tits? And she was she was a hottie. And nobody, this is, that was when America was America tech stuff. I don't know if you remember it, but a guy could be rich and famous. And if the 17-year-old was stacked enough, people said, well, of course, this isn't grooming. She's hot. She is groomed. She she come she well groomed herself to be a hot piece of ass. So I support Shashashana, the, the Jewish holiday celebrating big breasts. But I was talking about New Year. And I think in Magaland, instead of January 1st, which is sort of a a very typical sort of boring New Year's, I think January 6th will now be the new Making podcasts great again, New Year's Day. Our our calendars now start on January sixth, and they go, and then the next day is January twentieth, which is the day I was inaugurated, and mm-hmm. and then we have a day of mourning on November third when Sleepy Joe stole the election. So it's a three day calendar, and it repeats uh, very quickly. So uh, it's a three day calendar, and it's a very powerful calendar, and. We might honor, we might, in honor of our Jewish people, because obviously uh, Ivanka is Jewish, we might have a, a Shoshana Shana, a New Year celebrating a big Jewish oh, wow. breasts. That would be a very great honor. That would be an awesome honor. But as far as boring New Year's, uh, it was, it was more, you know, it was Mar-a-Lago, it was, uh, you know, the balls drop. That's what we call the Roger Stone, Roger Stone's wife. Uh, yeah. You know, instead, you know how it starts at 60 in Times Square, like 60, 52, yeah. uh-huh. 41, 10, you know, that you know how to count. Yes, it counts. And it, well, you know, some people would say it, uh, maybe it doesn't. We're looking into it. <laughs> but with her, they don't start at 60, they start at 600. And, oh, really? and, and then we tick one off, you know, it starts at like noon. <laughs> and every time a guy leaves the room, 542. <laughs> 313 and then because he's such a generous guy roger stone is the last one in oh wow you know that's and he and uh yeah then they play that's the way to start off your new year <laughs> and then they they play that beautiful new year's song old lady slut you know then roger stone's wife got super plowed She's broken in her pelvis area because she got really pounded. So it's a beautiful, that's, I mean, that's, and that, you think that's an exciting New Year's. Wait till January 6th becomes the new official New Year's. Sponsored by Ciroc. Now, Mr. President. You had an annual New Year's Eve bash over at Mar-a-Lago. And I just wanted to ask you some things that I they read about, about the New Year's Eve bash. I yes, sir, I told you, Roger Stone's on the 600. I mean, you know, and by the way, yes. uh, President iPhone, you mark this in your ledger. He's like sort of the, he's like the archivist. The bookkeeper, yeah. An early bars nominee, <laughs> old lady slut, the New Year's Eve song at Mar-a-Lago. 
they're laughing. I know that. I know they're enjoying this. I know they're enjoying this. And so many people, they, they say, oh, this is such good quality content. Why should I join the Patreon? Well, if you want even more quality, join the Patreon. But that's for another time. I have some questions about your New Year's Eve bash. Before that, how do you feel about uh, with this cancel culture? CNN ha- ha- outlawed booze on their New Year's Eve countdown because last year Andy Cohen had a little too much to drink and I think said some things that were, I don't know, off key that the network had a problem with. They Here's didn't find him back, to though. Bird. They just took away. Yes. He was a bit ma- mean to Big Bird de Blasio, which yes. I support. So I think that what are your thoughts on taking away the booze? I know you I know you don't drink, but I don't because I'm very strong. But you know, I think it was for these people that drink, it is a party night. So I think it's sort of a disgrace to say, you know, to do prohibition, which is the sort of the original cancel culture, prohibition. Mm-hmm. That's when the and the woke mob put they actually put cancel culture into the constitution briefly. How about that? How about that? I bet they'd like to do that again. But I was gonna say, I think what they're afraid of, the woke mob is that Andy Cohen would see that, you know, he was so nasty to Big Bird de Blasio, and now they have a, an African-American mayor. And I think they were worried that if he got to drinking... He would drop um, the M-bomb? He would, start, he would start calling him the N-word. That's horrible. It, I agree. It's, well, it's horrible that they wouldn't let him. They did cancel culture. You think that was their fear? I think their fear was that people would say the truth, social... And they would say, you know, even if it was a surf day, they would probably cancel even if you used the surf day. And that's what CNN is. They hate free speech. They hate truth. And they're willing to do alcohol cancel culture to stop somebody from innocently saying the N-word. Well, um, who came on? Um why am I going blank on his name? Uh, Kevin Hart came on air and he was on through Zoom or something or through satellite feed. And he um, basically rallied against CNN where they bleeped some of his language out because he was cursing at CNN and saying how horrible it was. They canceled the booze for this. Allegedly, they were taking secret shots off camera. So apparently they still were getting drunk. They just couldn't drink on camera oh, kevin hart that would be funny what does he drink out of like the monopoly thimble <laughs> he's a black hobbit he did he did have a drink uh for them on the air and he uh he toasted to them so um but he did he, they did have to uh bleep and cancel some of his uh what he said because he was saying uh horrible things about cnn oh uh, you know that's cnn woke Woke, anti-comedy, anti-alcohol, anti-freedom, anti-truth, anti-social. Well, you invited the press to Mar-a-Lago for a, a little window that you would talk to the press. And well, the non-fake, the non—excuse me, the non-fake news press, of course. Right. Um, Fox News declined. New, Newsmax declined to come. Uh, I think some small broadcast yes but meanwhile it's interesting no excuse me it's interesting that you're not mentioning the fact that uh two young women journalists from the great network of oan not only came but allowed me to plow them in uh in the bedroom so i didn't read that i didn't read you didn't read that because you read fake news but i would say you know they say two in the one in the hand is worth two in the bush yes well, one 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 visit from OAN is worth two in the poop shoot. That's what we say about their journalists because they're very open, uh, they're very pro-president, they're very patriotic, and so oh wow, Newsmax didn't show up. Well, guess who showed up? OAN Max with three X's. Okay, they showed up and they OAN gave triple X. Very, they they gave a very strong interview and and. Uh, and meet and greet and so no we were very happy with the turnout so we didn't newsmax has to decide whether they love their country and their president or whether they want to be fox news light oan has decided very strongly that they want to be the most patriotic dedicated news organization ever mm-hmm so we love that we love that they they showed up and they're going to continue to show up and uh, so we support them. Very strong so- showing. Well, 
you gave a window for the press to ask questions. Uh, I mean, you know what OAN actually stands for? You don't even know what it stands for. Open ass now. That's what the net, that's what the news network stands for. I don't and they and they <laughs> and as my African Americans would say, they live their bars. Okay, that's not just a saying. That's how they live. It's called truth, and they do it socially. <laughs> now uh, we are starting strong, by the way. You know, very, there's always an early episode. There's always an early episode that that makes it all the way to the epis at the end of the year. I think strong wrong strong wrong was like an early January yes. episode that was nominated, didn't win, but it was a worthy nominee. And I th- I already think whatever the hell we call this one is already it's it's gonna you know it's, it's doing very well. So right side broadcasting did show up. That was one of the publications that showed up. You should have seen Mike Pence thought right said Fred was showing up. He was, uh, he said, sir, I'm too sexy for this news station. I got to get the hell out of here, Mike. Wrong, wrong group. This is news, not, not fishnet muscle guys from the nineties. Well, you're too sexy to be vice president. So why don't you get the hell out of here? They, they did ask you a question about Ron DeSantis and you allegedly ducked the first question and didn't really want to talk about it or answer it. Are you okay, Mr. President? Uh, it's, I, I recently had surgery. It was a muscle reduction surgery in my shoulders. They said, gotcha. sir, you're too, you know, Mike Pence was onto something when he called my shoulders very broad shoulders. And they said to me, sir, at six foot six, you're not supposed to have Dwight Howard shoulders. You're supposed to just have, you know, slightly less broad shoulders. So we had a shoulder mm-hmm. reduction and it's, uh, it's healing. It's healing. It's called healing. Okay. Now, why would you duck a question about Ron DeSantis? It was the new year. You just didn't want to be negative and didn't want to have to say bad things about him. Or is he not worth your time? Or it wasn't appropriate to talk about him? Okay. Not worth your time. That's what I figured. You know, Jay-Z, you know, who obviously, if you're ranking uh, rapers of all time, I outrank him. But he's a top 10 guy. Mm -hmm. And he's a little woke. He does vegan. He's with Beyonce. You know, so I don't like all that he's about. But uh yeah, he's certainly not part of Jim Crow records, but he did once say you don't beef down. And that's what, you know, Ron DeSantis is a little pork-bellied pig wearing Dallas Cowboy cheerleader boots. Why the hell would I even answer a question about him? <laughs> he's five foot five, 195 pounds of pure cock, and he wears fuck me boots. So why would I why would I talk? Why would I answer a question about him? You know, it'd be like asking me a question. Like, there's an eighth, there's a, there's a, there's a fat kid in an eighth grade in a random high school, sir. Would you mind commenting on? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, we can move on. So yeah, that's what I think of Rhonda Suckass. Okay. Uh, one more question about your party and your guest list. Well, it's I was my very party surprised. And I cry if I want to, but I didn't cry because I'm strong. <laughs> your Rudy Giuliani was. Uh, at the party, I was very surprised to read that, considering allegedly you didn't pay him for his services and maybe right, several okay. things behind closed oh, doors. What, I'm going to tell yeah. you the story right now. If you just shut the hell up, tech stuff. The Rudy Giuliani, but people don't realize, you know, he has that lisp, right? Yes. And as he's gotten older, he's got even less control of it. So what we do is to save on lube costs for Roger Stone's wife. We just have Giuliani do commentary during the gangbang and his saliva just pours out and creates a natural lube for the event. So he's always welcome. He sort of pays, you know, we save on lube. So he mm-hmm. sort of pays for his own attendance at the uh, at the gangbang. You got to be careful. He doesn't sweat poop into there, though. No, that lubricant that lubricates also, especially if they okay. go on. And who knows the difference? Once somebody starts going up the uh, Roger Stone Hershey Highway, who the hell knows where the Hershey chocolate ends and the Giuliani hair poop begins? <laughs> also, Mike Lindell was in attendance. Didn't really say anything politically at the event, which is really to celebrate New Year's there. Uh, yes. As you know, so Mike Lindell, you know, once... You ever heard the phrase, work hard, party hard? Yes. Well, he works very hard, and he parties on crack. So, I mean, this guy, Mike Lindell, if we ever had to have a drug and fuck off between him and Hunter Biden, I'm going, I'm actually putting my money, my strong Trump money on Mike Lindell. 
Because nice. Hunter Biden may have drug problems, but he's never had to be homeless and suck dick to get crack. You know, there's a different hunger. There's a you know, Mike Lindell has a a very different hunger than Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is more of a spoiled party guy with problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Lindell is sort of from the streets. You know, he sort of, literally. I mean, he 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 grew up. You know, he was homeless, living in gutters, jerking men off for crack. So. <laughs> It's just a different intensity to that, you know, like a prep school basketball player versus a guy from the hood who can cross you over and shoot you in the mouth. <laughs> and I think that probably happened to Mike Lindell in more ways than one when he was addicted <laughs> to crack and homeless. A lot of shots to Mike Lindell's mouth. Calm down, Mike Pence. Now, also who was in uh, attendance was your son Eric Trump and his wife but not in attendance was Ivanka and Don Jr. Would you like to comment about that? Uh, well, uh, Don, Don Jr. was very excited about his, and I don't want to spoil it, I want people to go listen, but his, or watch if they're perfect and they can go watch it. He had a powerful win at the Uppies. And he did. I congratulate him. I can't. I I still can't believe it to be honest. But he won very strongly in a very tough competition, and he was not only celebrating, but he was also concerned because I had had sex with Kim Gargoyle uh, earlier that week, and I think mm. they were doing uh, well. They're not married, but they were doing relationship counseling, and also deciding whether to be pro-life or pro-choice with the strong seed that I planted in gargoyles uh moth-filled dungeon if i can be polite and ivanka will always be a total 10 a smoke show one a very good daughter but even more important than a good daughter she's a great hot chick but right now we're not so pleased with her if we're being honest you know she's she used to be a 10 in looks and a 10 in loyalty, but now she's only a 10 in looks and, you know, like a seven in loyalty. So Eric Trump never wavers. He's always loyal. So I was very proud to have him um, and his annoying wife at the uh, at the party. Well, Mr. President, before we get to our, our next story, Making podcasts great again is brought to you by betonline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL and bowl season to eSports and World Cup. You name it, you can bet on it. You always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. My Jets killed me yesterday. Uh, won some bets on college football this past weekend. Congrats to TCU. Um, I, I just placed a bet on Ohio State to win it all in college football, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> it's going to be a very poor bet. <laughs> oh, they gave me great the odds. Excuse yeah. me. They gave me great odds, so we'll see. Okay, we will see. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Plus, there is a casino there as well. So at halftime, you can bet on some roulette, some blackjack, some crap, some poker. And you can bet on all the scores at halftime as well. In-game betting. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. That's 50% more money only on your first deposit and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. It's betonline where the game starts. It's betonline.ag. Mr. President, also, our podcast is sponsored by Rocket Money. Now, Rocket Money is the the best discovery that I found in 2022 going on to 2023. Now it's great because I subscribe to all these different things. You always get, Oh, subscribe three months free. And then you forget, you put your credit card info in there and you're being charged for the months after and you forget to cancel rocket money is the best app. It keeps track of all your subscriptions. Okay. So you download rocket money, you check out your subscriptions, you cancel at any time. You don't have to get on, on the phone with customer service. The beautiful thing. I saved a couple hundred dollars at the end of 
this past year in 2022, and I had more money for holiday gifts, which was awesome. So you should join Rocket Money now and see what you are spending unnecessary money on. That's right. The sh- the app shows you all your subscription subscri- uh, subscriptions in one place and then cancels whatever you don't still want. Like I said before, Rocket Money does everything for you. They even find subscriptions you didn't even know that you were paying for. You may even have signed up twice by accident for a double subscription. They can cancel everything for you. The cancel subscription is very easy. Just press cancel. Rocket Money does everything else for you. Like I said before, no sending emails back and forth, no confirming things, no waiting online um, on hold to customer service. Rocket Money takes care of everything get rid of your useless subscriptions now with rocket money go to rocketmoney.com slash mpga seriously save it could save you hundreds of dollars this year and it helps out our podcast as well that's rocketmoney.com slash mpga cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash mpga Rocket money worked for me. It's going to work for you as well. Now, Mr. President, January 6th committee, new evidence has come out. They discovered that you you do all your, well, you did do your all your own tweets when you were on Twitter. Also came out that, that Steve Bannon suggested to surround the Capitol. So that's not on you, but one of your, your close affiliates suggested that there's new call oh. logs. Well, when, when, oh, someone who worked for you, he was oh. an affiliate of you, Steve Bannon. Never heard no, of him. Never heard of him. Uh, they're new call logs. So they released a lot of calls between you and your inner circle. Um, Senator Mike Lee texted that the January 6th is dangerous. A Trump aide named Hope Hicks uh texted that we look very like hot. Domestic- very hot very yes. hot picks looks like brooke shields except brooke shields never fucked a bunch of people in my administration <laughs> uh she she te- uh, texted we look like domestic terrorists well that was ro- excuse me see that's what people don't realize that was called role playing uh, well i'm that sure you playing you would uh, she- explain all that well she okay. said to me she said to me i want you to you know, how'd you like to get these Oklahoma City bombs, Mr. President? And I said, sure. And she says, ooh, we're talking like domestic terrorists. And I said, well, I'm going to get up in your Waco, Texas, you filthy 9-11. Because you know it's between a 9 and 11, a 10. So it's all just sexy talk. And I, and then the committee, they you see that committee, nobody's having sex with people on that committee. Even the POG, there's Cheney, is probably not getting any anymore. So they see these strong sexual texts between a very hot person named Hope Dix and a stronger president. And they all of a sudden think, oh, this is very bad. They don't even, they don't even know. It's very sad. It's very sad with what you see with these people, what they tried to do with the January 69 committee. Well, I appreciate you explaining that. Uh, you must be happy with it. The GOP is taking over the House tomorrow. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, uh, well, you know what? It's a beautiful thing because it was a total landslide. It was a total landslide. Uh, we we dominated. We won the House. And let's not forget, we have great George Santos. Uh, not to be confused with Ron DeSantis. We have George Santos coming in from Rhode Island. And I think he's somebody to look out for. A lot of talent. They're very honest and very talented guy. But I will say Kevin McCarthy will probably be Speaker of the House, which is a good thing because he's, you know, it's, remember Forrest Gump? Yes. Remember Forrest, he said, I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. I and do I remember, remember that. Thinking, I remember thinking, no, you're very stupid, and I don't think you know what love is. <laughs> but with Kevin McCarthy, he's not a very smart man, but he knows how to kiss my ass. And so I think he's going to be very strong for – for MAGA and for America, but more importantly, for MAGA. Well, and they're going to investigate very... the crap out of Hunter, Bi- Hunter Biden. I hope he, that guy is going to be, they're going to investigate him so strongly. It's going to be, it's going to be great. 
And uh, it's going to be good for the country because you can't have a country if the son of a president is doing random deals when he's not president. I agree. Just totally wrong, totally corrupt. Now, Mr. President, you uh, recently announced that you are blaming pro-life Republicans for the, the bad midterm showings and for all the midterm losses. Can you explain that, please? Because I couldn't just have, I gave them a Supreme Court. I gave them a Supreme Court that hates women and hates abortion. But they couldn't let it be. They couldn't let it stand. As soon as the as soon as the decision came down from the Supreme Court, the very pro life decision, all these. Can we go off the podcast record? Uh, we're off now. All these Bible thumping moron trash hate mongers you know my strong supporters but yes. they couldn't help themselves all they had to do is wait until today to pass their law like if a, if a woman uh sees come you get to execute her if she doesn't have the baby right away uh if a doctor uh touches a condom they can be executed on the spot if uh you know if, if a if a woman is four years old and gets pregnant with uh, retarded triplets you can execute her and have the babies and give them to a Democrat. And they went too strong. They went too strong on that. It was very, it was very foolish. They should have waited until after the elections to do the very strong, tough pro-life laws. But instead they said, now let's, uh, let's, uh, let's do it now, right before an election. It was very bad politics. And I'm pro-life. You know this. I'm very pro-life. Probably more pro-life yes. than anybody. But I'm also pro getting elected and getting things done. And if you do this, all you had to do was wait a couple of more months. Okay. So bad and timing on their part. It was stupid timing because they wanted to go, they couldn't, they were, you know, they were like a teenager who, who sees their first boob. Like, but instead they were like, instead of a first boob, it was like a chance to, murder doctors and throw women in jail. And they were, they came in their pants and said, let's pass the laws now. <laughs> and it was very stupid, very bad politics. And I would have waited until today with the new Congress. When we get a very strong result, we probably would have won the Senate also, to be honest. And, and then you pass all the laws you want. You know, if a, a two-year-old has to have a, the two-year-old has to have the baby, we're pro-life. I would I would sign that immediately if I were president if I were I should say I am president if I was in the White House I would sign that law very quickly It'd be called the super pro life law <laughs> super pro life law I like it now Mr President the Epi's were uh, right before New Year's we had the Epi's on December thirtieth and the Epi's are now on the patreon and like i said before you might have gotten some christmas gifts or hanukkah gifts or kwanzaa gifts whatever you celebrate spend some of that cash on the patreon and catch up on all the bonus episodes special guests um Next stuff, can I say reviews yes since i'm the branding expert here's what the people who listen to the show could do here's what they do okay well i got a hundred dollars for christmas well, I'm going to sign up for Rocket Money at rocketmoney.com slash MPGA to see if they can help me turn that 100 into maybe 150 with some savings. Then I'm going to take some of that money and go over to betonline.ag. Okay. And I'm going to get that 50% welcome bonus. So it's almost like double the money that I'm putting in there. Then I win. And then I take some of that winnings, just a little bit, a little tiny part of that winning. And I bring it over to the Patreon. And so basically, it's almost like we help them save money and win money with our great sponsors. And then like a little tip, like a little commission, they mm -hmm. say, well, thank you. And it's not even a tip because what they get in exchange is probably worth more than what they give us because they're getting such strong content. So I don't know why I have to explain this to these people. You know, obviously, we have a lot of Mountain Dew Army in, in, uh, enlistees among our, our, our supporters. So you got to say it a little clearer, a little louder and with stronger force but 
that's what our supporters should do. Our Patreon is basically the best Patreon in the country, maybe the world. Most of these Patreons, they say, do you like what we do? Can you please support us? We're not giving you much else, but we like your support. What we say is, we don't need your support. You need to do this for yourself. We're the greatest podcast, and the Patreon's the greatest Patreon. And say so you should pay a little bit for it. But if you use Bet Online, you use Rocket Money, you'll make money just by supporting the show, basically. So go to patreon.com slash MPGA. The oh. Epi's MPGA. Okay. Patreon.com. Uh, the Epi's is up for uh, the audio for every Patreon. Um, and then for the Perfect Tens, you get the audio and you get the video from the Epi's. So Perfect Tens get audio and video. Um, everyone else, you just get the audio for Patreon. Again, join it today. You can binge hundreds of hours. Patreon.com slash MPGA. Learn about the Fred Trump traditions. Learn about the movie reviews. Um, there's when uh, when Raging Brett Kavanaugh had a show. You can listen to his show that he had on here. Uh, there's there's tons and tons and tons of bonus content. So check it out. Patreon.com slash MPGA. Mr. President, your tax returns were released and it's been all over the news. I have one question about them is that $130 million of your assets come from more than 30 countries internationally. Like that, now, Pitbull. Now, <laughs> I'm Mr. Someone might, someone might say that doing business with all these different countries for your personal gain um, might be something that the country wouldn't want you to be in charge because you deal with other countries and maybe for your personal gains may not be in the same stratosphere for uh, the, the country's gains. So can you explain why... Um, I mean, also, you can say that you would have you have good relationships in these countries, which might help out the country as well. So there's two sides of the coin, but personal gain and country gain. I think those are circumstances that people would not uh, like to be a part of, um, considering that maybe your personal gain might overrun the country's gain. You ever heard the phrase you're married, right, Texas? I am. You ever heard the phrase happy, happy wife, happy life? Yes. Well, I have one. It's called Happy Me, Happy Country. Okay, so if I'm making money, if I'm doing strong in business, if I'm building great relationships with Saudi Arabia while they're killing journalists or, or uh, you know, terrorists in Africa while they're doing strong uh, sexual assault, uh, or if I'm making great relations with Vladimir Putin while he's drowning hookers, if those are making me happy and making me money, then I make the country happy because I will be a nicer, happier president. You know, if, if I'm if I'm not doing well, the country doesn't do well. But if I'm doing great, the country does great. I don't know why this is so because of the conflict of interest. Like, oh no. When you're the president, it's most important that you're happy. If you're happy and you know it makes some money. If you're happy and you know it makes some money. If you're happy and you know it, and you're not a weak Democrat, afraid to show it. If you're happy, make some money. Who gives a shit? Uh, and then I, that's why we had such a successful presidency. Because I was happy. Because I was making money. And what this country wants is for a very sad, broke president. And I don't know how many people you know who are sad and broke. But do they seem happy? Do they seem to yep, love, do right. they get up every morning and go, I love my life. I love my job. Wonderful, sir. No, they're very unhappy and they probably do a terrible job at their job. But when I'm happy making money, okay, so, oh, okay, yes. It turns out that maybe making money from China is not great if it involves shutting down factories in the United States. But guess what is good for the United States? Me, being happy. Mm -hmm. So who do you care more about? 900 low IQ workers in Ohio, half of whom will vote for me anyway because they know I'm very strong, 
or me who controls the nuclear weapons being happy? I think happiness is everything. I think you, uh, your point is crystal clear. Nailed it. Now, Mr. President, um, two more stories here. Um, deaths of, of 2022 slash 2023 at the end. Um, I don't know if you heard the University of, of Idaho, those students who were murdered in their home. They uh, caught a suspect, a student named Brian Koberger, arrested for the murder of those four students at the University of Sounds Idaho. Sounds like a Kushner. About this. Is it a Kushner? Uh, it does like, does sound like a Kushner, but it's it's Koberger with an H in there. Usually when there's a, if it's a, an H mixed with the burger, I don't think. Oh, that's like a British. That's like to say, I'm not a Kushner. Look at this H. Exactly. <laughs> Stands for Hanat Kushner. I'm not. Hanat. <laughs> so no, I think this was a this was a very tragic thing that happened at University of Idaho with four people being stabbed, and I think what you have here is a, a great advertisement for Idaho Militia Christian Bible Tech State College because first of all, there's no knives at Idaho Militia Christian. Their their, their, their mascot is the uh the potato trump ar-15s it's not the knives that we use while people are sleeping and obviously if this you know this guy was probably upset that he didn't get into idaho militia christian biotech state college but the truth is now we see why Mm -hmm. it's not that we're against murder it's we're against knife murder Mm -hmm. you know uh, and he couldn't have pulled this off, obviously, at Idaho Militia Christian, because the minute he even approached somebody's dorm room, nine students would have shot him dead. <laughs> when touching the doorknob? Especially at night. They mm-hmm. might have assumed he was African-American. They would say, we're Idaho. There are no African-Americans here. Get them. And... So I think this is a great, I think this should, this story should probably be in all the brochures and literature for prospective students uh, for Idaho Militia Christian Bible Tech State College, because this wouldn't happen at uh, Idaho Militia Christian, IMC. No. Yeah, you know me. Now, there are also three early deaths in 2023. We lost. Oh, they uh, actually took place in 2022. What the hell they? are you talking about? Tech stuff. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was like yesterday. And okay. The end of 2022. So same thing. We have Barbara Walters. I think it was all in this in like two days. Uh, Barbara former- Walters, she interviewed me and she was actually, I respected her because she was very attractive until like her mid seventies, which you don't see a lot of. I, I'm also told she was a journalist. They also she, said she yes. was a journalist, but I just I I just sort of appreciated that for an old lady, she looked pretty good. Well, Barbara Walters, we had former Pope Benedict also. I liked him because he wasn't the woke pope. He was actually the anti-woke pope. And we lost Pele. One of the best and we just hope that we just hope that we just hope that Key is okay. I'm sure he'll get through this. Now, Ms. President, it is the first episode of the month of 2023, and we do have some questions from our listeners. We're going to go to President iPhone first. Dr. Mr. President, Reverend Shaman Esquire, sir, any thoughts on Elon Musk's powerful loss of nearly $200 billion? Could this all have been prevented if he had partnered with, I don't even know what this says, but it's... Trushosheol and Sarusi Ronan. I'm I'm so bad at Truth. It's called Truth Shoshan Shersharonan. Remember this actress? She was in like little remember we used to talk when we introduced Truth Social, we said we should put right. Shersharonan. That's right. That's right. See, and I thought, and that's you know, this is why this is why he's practically president iPhone for life. He's practically <laughs> he, Patreon president for life. He knows minute by minute episode. It's it's genius. Because I'm almost willing to give him G level powers for the Patreon. Wow. Where we just say it, it is now, you know, it is now president for life. I'm not ready to do it yet, but he's approaching G level, which is obviously a, a tremendous honor. 
Both uh, for, let's revisit in 2024. See if you keep let's it up hope. for the whole year. Well, we'll so see. Let's revisit next year and see. Well, we'll see. And then we will see with our, <laughs> with our eyes. That's how you see. I see. Underrated beverage, I see. But what I would say is that's a perfect question because Ethan Musk, we already have great people running Truth Social. You know, mm-hmm. this is one of the great things. This is why Ethan Musk is not as great a businessman as me. He's, he's good at inventing. But you have to know your role. And sometimes being a great business person means, okay, I have the idea. I have the branding. I have the wealth. We need, you know, like a nerd to do the day-to-day stuff. Or we need a person who's very focused on this one item to do that. And Ethan Musk, I think, has too much of an ego. You know, he's not a humble Christian like me. I think he has too much of an ego and thought he could come up with the idea, buy it, create it, run it. And he's he's failed, and he's failed horribly. And people said, remember when people said, would you rejoin Twitter, sir? And I said, yes. no. And people thought I was bluffing, but I knew he couldn't run Twitter. I knew he didn't have the talent. So he should have come in with Truth Social. He could have invested in it. He could have built it up bigger. Obviously, instead of having his ugly mug doing all the folks, we would have had a beautiful actress, a beautiful, very white actress named Shasha Ronan doing strong endorsements for Truth Social. And I think when you don't have that strong Christian humility, the way I do, you try to do everything. But I think uh, that's a great question. And I think Ethan Musk would have been very smart to invest in Truth Social, let Saoirse Ronan do the social media for Truth Social. And uh, instead, he decided to take Twitter and ruin it even more. This next question comes from Facebook as well. Comes from Nick Wilson here. Your Highness, sir, doctor, 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 Mr. President, sir. That's That's our director of Pittsburgh operations, Nick Wilson. Very strong guy. Would you, would, you, would you consider waiving the no African-Americans policy at Mar-a-Lago for Bill Cosby to perform as part of his new comedy tour? Thank you, sir. Oh, well, I mean, I'm a little surprised that Nick Wilson would say we don't have a, we have a, we actually, we have a policy that allows African-Americans if they come in through the back entrance ah, okay. and sit at separate accommodations. So it's, we've been very open about having African-Americans. We allow them to work, uh, to clean, uh, to enter. If they if they are uh, very wealthy and famous, they can come in through the side entrance and sit at their own table. And they even get it. I don't touch them in the pictures, kind of like Keanu Reeves does when he's taking yes. pictures with women, which is very weak, by the way. John Wick, I John Woke, more like. <laughs> and, but I won't touch them, but I'll take a picture with African-Americans at Mar-a-Lago. So, no, I think that was very unfair to say that we banned them, but we will absolutely have. Oh, we're thinking of having having a non. Oh, Tiffany, Tiffany is a little upset at the idea of Bill Cosby coming tomorrow. But we will have uh, a non PC. We're having a non woke comedy tour, and who better to be non woke than the guy who puts women to sleep, doing a strong Mar-a-Lago comedy tour? Mark that time for an audiogram. That's called viral content. And uh, yeah, Bill Cosby will be headlining the non-woke tour. And uh, we hope we've already extended him the invite to come to Mar-a-Lago. And I'm going to say this right now. He can even come in the main entrance. He doesn't have to use the side entrance like other African-Americans. He can come in the main entrance. And to prove that we're not woke, all the women will actually will put Spanish fly in their own drinks wow. out of respect for him to show that they're not woke. And then they'll fall asleep, which is the perfect. I don't think there's any way more to say that you're not woke than to fall asleep during a Bill Cosby show. We have three more questions. Actually, two more questions, Mr. President. Um, both come from Twitter. And this is from at Pacifica Pan, sir, why do New Yorkers go out in the freezing snow to watch a ball drop and have their police attacked with a machete? What would you do to prevent this from happening again next year? Well, that's a great question. And obviously, New York is very woke. So uh, this was obviously a radical left terrorist because if he was a strong MAGA terrorist, 
which we call he would Patriot. have used a gun. He, he would have used a gun. So mm-hmm. that's that's already it's weak on weak crime. That's what we call it. A radical left city being attacked by a radical left weak criminal leads to almost nothing happening except Times Square becomes an even bigger dump. Obviously, uh, you know. The only the only weapons we had at Mar-a-Lago, other than security, security was very well armed. But inside Mar-a-Lago, we felt very safe because we had strong Second Amendment security. And the only weapons that I saw were the pipes attacking uh, Roger Stone's wife. The last question comes from at DJ McConnell. Great seeing him at the Epi's. Mr. President, sir, I recently watched the radical left Glass Onion movie. I think it's the the Knives movie, the part two to that. A total uh, total attack on great wealthy people. Yes. Would you ever host a murder mystery party at Mar-a-Lago? And who would be on the guest list for this murder mystery party? I'd say uh, let's a, choose five guests, five guests for this murder mystery party. I was going to say six. Okay. Obviously, Lauren Bubbert. Mm-hmm. It's going to get the invite. Uh, I would invite a. I'll invite Kim Gargo because we need somebody to murder. Okay. Uh, I would invite Harry Lake. Okay. I would invite Kid Rock. Okay. And you want to have a great artist? You want to have a great artist there? I would invite Carrie Lake's husband. Okay. Because it'd be great. What imagine imagine if you got to witness Carrie Lake murder her own husband while I'm plowing her. How about that for a glass onion? Because <laughs> he'll be crying. He'll be crying when that happens. I don't know which he'll be having so many tears. Will you did somebody cut up an onion in here or is somebody plowing your wife while she stabs you? What's making you cry, sir? And that was a sarcastic cry. And we have one more guest. One more guest. Um, that's an interesting question. Ivanka. Is Walker? Get it? Who? No, uh, Ivanka. Ivanka. Okay. So it's that's a very a, pro, a good pro feminist, like good... pro feminist, pro celebrity, pro sex uh, sort of murder mystery. So it'll be Bober, the Lakes. Kid Rock, Ivanka, and who is the sixth person? Carrie Lake, Carrie Lake's husband. Oh, Gargoyle. And Gargoyle. I, I like that. That's a, that's a great party right there. We got a Latina. We got mm-hmm. a lot of women. We have Kid Rock who uses the N-word and raps, so that's sort of like having a black. And we have me. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. And then, you know, and then and then uh, Daniel Craig can show up sounding like Foghorn Leghorn going, well, I don't know who did this murder. <laughs> well, Mr. we're going to call it we're going to yes. call it Pearl Necklace, a, gla- a, a knives out mystery. Now, Mr. President, happy new year. Thank you so much for spending. Well, all right. I'll, I'll forgive you that mistake. I'll forgive you the mistake since we just announced it. But obviously now on this show, New Year is now January 6th, not January 1st. Yes. Okay. So um, I guess I'll wish you a happy new year at during the next taping of the episode. Thank you. Okay. No problem. Um, also, check out betonline.ag for all your gambling needs, casino and sports betting. You have NFL playoffs coming up. You have the excuse me, everybody, not yes. to interrupt this, but everybody stay tuned. Important announcements. OK, if you're still listening, keep listening. OK, um, also. So go to betonline.ag and use promo code CLNS. 54 your 50% welcome bonus and then also go to rocketmoney.com slash mpga sign up for the patreon patreon.com slash mpga the epis are up audio for all patreon listeners and the video and audio for the perfect tens also if you are on long island this weekend this weekend on long island i, I will be 
with this comedian named J.L. Colvin at the Brokerage Comedy Club on Long Island, Friday, January 6th at 7 p.m. and Saturday, January uh, 7th at 8 p.m. So check that out. Also, um, I will be touring with um, a show that I had an off-Broadway run with before the pandemic. It's called Goody. It's about suicide prevention and mental health. And I'll be touring colleges and different organizations coming up for 2023. If you are interested in hearing about this, you can go to my Twitter page at JNog and you could check out the show and shoot me a message if you'd like me to come and perform this at um, wherever it is, college, high school or uh, business. And um, and that is it, Mr. President. The floor is yours. Thank you very much. And uh, happy early New Year to all our January 6th celebrants. <laughs> hey, guys, it's me. It's me. It's JLC. A lot of shows coming up, uh, as Jay mentioned, Long Island this weekend, the 6th and the 7th at the Brokerage. Uh, big shows. Come on out to those if you're anywhere near Long Island. Um, rare chance to see us both. So the show is mm -hmm. like a full making podcast great again package. Um, January 19th, I'm at the Pittsburgh Improv. Um, I'm in Newark on February 2nd. On February 7th, City Winery in Chicago. Uh, March 2nd, Montclair, New Jersey. March 3rd, City Winery in Boston. Oh, March 19th, the DC Improv. March 24th, City Winery in Philadelphia. And then ticket links just went up for my special taping. March 31st and April 1st in New York City, The Hateful Eighth, because it's my eighth hour of stand-up. The poster is a very funny parody of The Hateful Eight poster of Quentin Tarantino's movie. And then hopefully after that, my career Where's the ends. taping? Where's the taping? Triad Theater, same place where um, my seventh hour was taped, which is uh, still not out. So, so it's the good luck venue. <laughs> it's the good luck venue, the good ship lollipop. So um, all those links, everything is up on my calendar at jlcomedy.com. Go check it out. Check out my other podcast, my other Patreon, if you've got money to spare. Um, but obviously all these shows are very important for me um, in terms of both reps and building a, sort of a rep and a business with these venues. So if you're in any of those cities or have friends in any of those cities, all ticket links are up except for DC Improv and Philadelphia City Winery. Those should be up next week. Every other gig I mentioned, ticket links are already up on my website. So a lot of, lot of different shows, all very important. So hopefully you can make one or, or all of them if you're a real psycho. So thank you. <laughs> Happy New Year to all of you and God help us all. <laughs>